When you run an online business, your marketing metrics will tell you what in your business is profitable and where you're throwing money away. Yikes. That's pretty important, right? Luckily, I've put together the Ultimate Marketing Metrics Checklist, which is a free resource that will guide you through tracking and analyzing the most crucial metrics for your business. And let me tell you, I'm going to keep it simple but effective. From evergreen data and revenue generation to podcast metrics and social media growth, this cheat sheet will cover it all. It's the exact one my team and I use to track our metrics on a weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual basis. Let me be honest here. This wasn't an overnight process win for me. It took me 10 years to build this comprehensive list and get it just right. But you, my friend, can start using it today, tailoring it to suit your business-specific needs, but not having to start from scratch like I did. Whether you're a seasoned marketer or just getting started, this cheat sheet will help you make informed decisions as you grow your business and empower you to move forward confidently. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics to get your hands on the ultimate marketing metrics cheat sheet now. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics. Well, hey there. Welcome back to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Amy Porterfield, and today we are talking about getting you unstuck, no matter where you are in your entrepreneurial journey. Maybe you're starting from scratch. Maybe you're just in your first few years, or maybe you've been at this for a while, but you feel stuck or unfulfilled or as though something is missing or not going as planned then this, my friend, is the episode for you. We're going to dive into why you feel stuck and the strategies that you can approach in order to move past that feeling of stuckness, I made that up, feeling stuck or just feeling of unfulfilled and moving into a place that you're inspired and excited and you can't wait to dive into the projects that are before you. So we're going to get you there. Stay with me here, and we're going to dive into all the details you need to know to make that happen. Before we get there, I want to give a listener shout out to Wine Country Chick. I love when you guys have fun names like that. Wine Country Chick says, life-changing. I discovered Amy's podcast a few months ago and was immediately hooked. I've been pretty successful in the influencer space while still working a full-time job, but I've been feeling really unfulfilled and bored. This podcast has inspired me to take my brand to the next level by creating my own digital course. I tune in every week to get an extra dose of inspiration. Thanks, Amy. So Wine Country Chick, I love this. It's so appropriate for today's episode because I love how you were feeling unfulfilled and bored and you changed things up. You got excited about a new project and you're moving forward. So that's exactly what I hope a lot of my listeners do today. So thanks for posting. I truly appreciate you listening in. And for all my other listeners, if you want me to give you a listener shout out, all you need to do is join the Online Marketing Made Easy free Facebook group and you can leave a shout out there or you can leave a review on iTunes and we read all those reviews every single week. Okay, let's get to it. We are going to get you unstuck today. Now, let's talk about what might be keeping you stuck. 
and I know my students pretty well or my community pretty well. So maybe you're in a nine to five job and you're just dying to move away from it and you haven't done so already. Or maybe you're in a nine to five job and you started this side hustle and you really are tired of it being a side hustle. You want it to be a full-time thing. So you're feeling stuck because it's not moving fast enough. Or maybe you've created a business model that you do not love. You want to be making money in a different way, but you feel stuck and you're not really sure how to get out of that. So you can create the business model that's going to get you excited to get out of bed every morning. Or maybe you have set revenue goals for yourself and you're just not meeting those revenue goals. So a few years have passed and you're nowhere near where you had hoped to be when you created your online business. Or maybe you're just playing small and you know it, like deep down in your core, you know you're playing a small game, but you're stuck. You're just not sure how to get out of that rut and start playing a bigger game. No matter what it is, if you're feeling stuck in any area of your business, this episode is for you. So let me walk you through how to start moving forward in the direction that you want to go. Are you ready? Let's do this. We are going to explore four areas that are likely keeping you stuck. And I'm going to guess that you haven't really even thought of these four areas as the thing that's keeping you stuck. And you might say, well, what's keeping me stuck, Amy, is my nine to five job. Or what's keeping me stuck is that I'm a busy mom with a bunch of kids and I'm trying to run this business, but it's hard to do both. Like those are valid reasons, but there's something deeper that is keeping you stuck than those surface. I don't want to say excuses, but if I was giving you some tough love, probably excuses. We all have excuses why we feel stuck or unmotivated or uninspired. Like they're all excuses because with an excuse, there's always a way to get past it. There's always something we can do. And I promise you there's something you can do to get unstuck or to get motivated again. Okay. So let's explore these four areas. The first one is in the form of a question. And my question is what's keeping you safe? Like right now, what is keeping you safe? So if you've ever been to my live event, the entrepreneurial experience, you might've heard me tell this story. Or if you catch my Facebook lives on my Facebook page, you might've heard me talk about this. So bear with me. But sometimes if you hear things a few times, a few different ways, it really starts to sink in. So this could be a plus for you. So here's the deal. My sister is a few years older than me and she still has her security blanket, like her baby blanket. That's also, I guess you could call a security blanket that she's had since a very little girl. And I need to post it on Instagram because if you saw this thing, it's the rattiest thing in the world. It's hideous now. I mean, we're both in our forties now, so it's bad. And she's had it since she was born. It's mustard yellow and it's like a terry cloth kind of blanket, but now it's all in like knots and chewed up, it looks like. And she wants everyone to know because she knows I'm telling the story. It's very clean. She still washes it, she says all the time. It just looks horrible. So I got to post it on Instagram when this episode goes live. But what I really want you to know is she's had this since she was born. 
And my mom said that when she was really little, she would go outside and play and she was not allowed to take it to the supermarket or outside or anything like that. It had to stay in her bedroom. That was the rule if she was going to keep this blankie. And my mom said she'd go outside and play with all her friends. She's like five or six years old. And she'd run into the house run into her bedroom, grab her blankie and put it up to her face and snuggle it for just a minute. And then she'd run back outside again. And my mom says, I think it just made her feel calm. It made her feel safe. And so she still has it guys. Like, I know this sounds very weird, but I asked her, I said, Tracy, that's her name. Like, where is this blanket? And she tucks it under her pillow every night. She's married, everybody. I just want you to know. But she tucks it under her pillow. She just likes it nearby. She's going to have it till she dies. I have no doubt in my mind. So when I think about my sister's blankie and the fact that it calms her and it keeps her safe and she runs to it and gets a little snuggle. Nowadays, I don't think she does that. Who knows? Maybe she does. But she ran to it as a little girl to get a little snuggle and walk and went outside and did her thing. My question to you is when we look at your business what is it that keeps you safe? What is it that you run to that's kind of warm and fuzzy and makes you feel calm and makes you feel like everything's okay, even though you do not need it? And it's going to look very different in your online business than it will for my sister. So we'll move away from that example here and let's look at your business. Sometimes it's your nine to five job that is your security blanket. Sometimes it's a client that you hate working with, but pays you, maybe even pays you well. So you're not going to go do the stuff in your business that you really want to do full force when you're making enough money to keep you safe and kind of warm and fuzzy every day. Maybe it's a done for you services kind of business model you set up where the money's coming in, you're doing work for other people. Deep down, you know, you don't want to trade time for dollars. You know, let's say you want to create digital courses to sell one to many, but the fact that you have this business, it's making you money. So you're not going full force for this other thing. A lot of the times in our business, that one thing that can act as our security blanket is actually keeping us stuck because if you don't get uncomfortable, you will not move to the next level. I full heartedly believe this. If you do not get uncomfortable, you will not move to the next level that you want in your business. And let me give you an example of that. Just personally, I know that I might, might be ahead of you in my business. However, I hope that you look at where I'm at and what I've done and still can use the examples I share because they can be applied to where you are right now. So recently you guys know that I created digital course Academy and Back in October, I decided that I was bringing in a video crew in my house and for five days direct to camera. So I was on camera. I would record a program that was elevated beyond any program I've ever created. I would be on camera. I would teach the lessons. I would make the PDFs more substantial and robust and more how to like everything was being taken to a new level with this course. And I knew that if I believed in the value of this course, my launch would be successful because it would ooze out of me when I was promoting it. And on webinars, I would have the confidence to talk about this program because I knew it would get people results. So I got very uncomfortable and brought this film crew in. I was uncomfortable because it was 
very expensive, very time consuming, took over my house. Like poor Hobie kind of felt like he had nowhere to go for these five days. And although it's just five days, it's five days in your house to disrupt everything. I was stressed. I had never done that much direct to camera. I was using a teleprompter. I'm not very good at a teleprompter. Everything was uncomfortable. I was scratchy, like just wanted to come out of my skin. I wanted to eat the house down just because I was so uncomfortable. And yet I still showed up every day because I knew I was ready to take this business to the next level. So you have to really know you want it. Like, do you really want to take your business to the next level? Do you really want to move out of what you're doing now, no matter what it is and move into the next place? Then you have to get uncomfortable. And that often looks like letting go of what is keeping you safe. And what kept me safe were two programs that I had on Evergreen. Courses that convert and webinars that convert, they were generating over $50,000 a month in revenue with an Evergreen webinar. More than that. That kind of money will keep you safe. Even money can keep you safe. When I was at my nine to five job with Tony Robbins, I got paid a lot. That kept me very safe and cozy and, and coming in to snuggle up against that when I needed to know I was okay. Yeah, the money helps. So it could even be money that's keeping you safe in that respect. But the security of a nine to five job, just beyond the money, just knowing it's there for you to go to every day and you have something you're doing, even that principle in itself. What I need to share with you is I, my security were these programs that were selling. I had to retire them. I couldn't do this new program and the old programs and have them live together. One, it wouldn't make sense for the business, but two, I'd never go all in. So that's what Tony Robbins calls burning the boats. I talked about this in a recent Facebook live. You might've caught it, but you will get to a point if you're willing to give up the security blanket that you can ease into it. I'm not saying quit your job today. I'm saying find a date on the calendar, even if it's a year from now that you say, this is my quit date, or this is the date I quit taking clients, or this is the date I let go of this client that's driving me crazy because I'm going to create a different kind of business model. You have to have a date on your calendar and then you have to have a process to get there. We'll talk about that in a moment, but here's what I want to say about that. You have to get to that date and then you burn the boats and storm the island. And what that means is you do not look back. You do not have one foot into a nine to five and one foot out of it. You do not have one foot into all, keep this client part-time, but I'll go all in. At one point or another, and I'm not saying right away, but one point or another, you burn the boats and you go full force to storm the island. And the island is whatever it is that you want. You take it, you storm it, you put that flag in and say, this is mine. That's what it looks like. It does not happen overnight, but you have to know when it's coming. You have to let go of the security blanket in order to get uncomfortable for a long period of time in order to burn the boats and storm the island. So many metaphors here. I hope you're, I hope you're pacing with me. I get very passionate about this because I've lived it. I know it's possible. I took baby steps, but I've done it. And you, my friend can do it as well. So there you go. If you're feeling unstuck, unmotivated, or feeling like you're not where you want to be, likely you have a security blanket you need to recognize, say it out loud, what it is, 
and you need to have a plan to let it go eventually. Good? Okay. Number two, something that is likely keeping you stuck are your expectations, your own expectations. If you look at the money you're making and you say, that's not enough, I say, who says it's not enough? And then I ask you, who are you comparing yourself to? Because setting expectations for yourself that are not rooted in real concrete goals with a process to get to the results you want. I'm talking about loose expectations that you've just imagined over time because you've compared yourself to everybody else. Those types of expectations are not serving you. So if you judge yourself as to where you are in your business right now, what you're doing, what's going on, and you are quick to judge What is that judgment? Like, what do you say? When you look at your online business, when you look at where you're at, what you're doing right away, just shout it out. If you're alone, if you're in the subway, whisper it, whatever you want to do, what's the judgment you're giving yourself? So whatever that is, I want to follow it up with who says, so I'm not making enough money. Who says, or I'm not as far along as I should be. Who says, And if you say, I say, Amy, then I say, okay, where's the goal and where's the process to get you to where you think you should be? And if it's not concrete, which we'll get to in the very next bullet point I've got for you, then those expectations are not grounded. So you have to have expectations that are grounded in a set of goals instead of processes to get you there. It's not fair to have loosey-goosey expectations based on your comparison where everyone else is. Does that make sense? I hope it does. I wish I could talk to you right now and say, do you get that? There's an expectation rooted in goals and there's an expectation that's just flying out there because you are being very, very hard on yourself. So be careful with those, what I call the loosey-goosey expectations. Very scientific term, might I say. Okay. Moving on, I feel very intense about this episode. I didn't know I had it in me that it meant so much, but I care deeply about you. I don't even know you probably, and I care very deeply that you get unstuck because my friend, this is the year that you're making big, bold moves. We're doing big things and you can't do big things if you're uninspired, unmotivated, or stuck in any way. Cool? Okay, that's where this intensity, if you're hearing it from me, is coming from. So first of all, we're going to let go of the security blanket over time. Number two, we're going to let go of loosey-goosey expectations that are not rooted in goals. And number three, we are going to get clear on the systems that drive us forward to get the results that we want. Systems. Let's talk about this for a moment. This is a big deal. So you guys know, if you follow my podcast, that I've been reading this book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And I need to read you a little excerpt. I don't typically do this, and I hope James is cool with this, but I need to read you something that while I was on a walk with Scout, I had to bookmark it on Audible, and then I had to buy the book because I needed to highlight it, and then I needed to read it again and again because this is something genuinely that I believe in. So you're going to hear me wrestle this book around. Hold on. I got to get clear here. I got to get it in front of me. All right. I'm going to read you something. Are you ready? So the section of the book is literally at the very beginning, and it says, forget about goals, focus on systems instead. And I quote, prevailing wisdom claims that the best way to achieve what we want in life, getting into better shape, building a successful business, relaxing more and worrying less, spending more time with friends and family is to set specific actionable goals. For many years, this was how I approached my habits too. 
Each one was a goal to be reached. I set goals for the grades I wanted to get in school, for the weights I wanted to lift in the gym, for the profits I wanted to earn in my business. I succeeded at a few, but I failed at a lot of them. Eventually, I began to realize that my results had very little to do with the goals I set and nearly everything to do with the systems I followed. What's the difference between systems and goals? It's a distinction I first learned from Scott Adams, the cartoonist behind the Dilbert comics. Goals are about the results you want to achieve. Systems are about the processes that lead to those results. If you're a coach, your goal might be to win a championship. Your system is the way you recruit players, manage your assistant coaches, and conduct practice. Got to turn the page. If you're an entrepreneur, your goal might be to build a million-dollar business. Your system is how you test product ideas, hire employees, and run marketing campaigns. If you're a musician, your goal might be to play a new piece. Your system is how often you practice, how you break down and tackle difficult measures, and your method for receiving feedback from your instructor. Now for the interesting question. If you completely ignored your goals and focused only on your system, would you still succeed? For example, if you were a basketball coach and you ignored your goal to win a championship and focused only on what your team does at practice each day, would you still get your results? I think you would. The goal in any sport is to finish with the best score, but it would be ridiculous to spend the whole game staring at the scoreboard. The only way to actually win is to get better each day. In the words of three-time Super Bowl winner Bill Walsh, the score takes care of itself. The same is true for other areas of life. If you want better results, then forget about setting goals. Focus on your system instead. What do I mean by this? Are goals completely useless? Of course not. Goals are good for setting a direction, but systems are best for making progress. A handful of problems arise when you spend too much time thinking about your goals and not enough time designing your systems. End quote. Oh my gosh, please tell me you thought that was as good as I did, right? Okay, my favorite part was the score takes care of itself. That quote by Bill Walsh, yes and yes. I'm gonna keep reminding myself of that and you as well because You guys know a few episodes back, I talked about setting goals. Like I have 10 goals that I write down every single day. However, remember I said I've agreed to fail 100 times this year. That's what the podcast episode was all about. That's the system. That's the process that I've put in place. Those are the things that I'm going to do to get or not get to that goal. And so I do believe like every day I don't say, I'm going to make $10 million in my business. I'm going to make $10 million in my business. Instead, I focus on what literally is right in front of me. So I thought it would be valuable for you if I talked to you about what my system looks like and kind of just to give you a snapshot, because anytime someone teaches me something, like when I'm talking to Corinne, my weight loss coach, and she tells me like, this would be helpful. I always say, well, what do you mean? Like, how does that look? I like to see it in real life. And I would like to hear from someone who's gone before me. So if you're anything like me, I think this will be valuable. So here's the deal. The goal is hit $10 million in revenue with 37% expenses in 2019. That is my goal. Now, 
the system, what it looks like would be number one, determining what I'm selling and promoting in 2019. So before I even hit 2019, I got really clear on what I was selling. And then from there, I planned all my promotions throughout the year. Now, I understand that I teach you guys to do like just the first six months, and that's cool too. I've been at this for a while, so I do the full year, but in the beginning, I could only do the first six months. But planning out promotions and having them on your calendar changes everything. Shout out to my DCA members. You know what we're doing. You already have in module one, you've already put the dates of your big promotion on your calendar in advance, right? That's why we do it. That's part of our system. And in addition to that, I am constantly focused on, this is part of my process. I am wowing my current students. I'm in a private Facebook group with my current students. I do live Q and A's with them. I answer a bunch of questions. I've got my ambassadors in there answering questions, my community manager. So part of my process is wowing my current students because without them, I don't have anything. They're the people that are saying this stuff works. They're the ones in the trenches. I've got to give tons of love to them. And I do. Another part of my process is engaging with my community, posting on social media, going live on Facebook, doing IG stories. Social media is part of my process. So I do it consistently. Now, another big part of my process is consistent original content, not necessarily just what I'm posting on social, but my podcast what I'm doing right now, this is part of my process to hit $10 million at the end of the year. If I don't have weekly original content, I'm not offering value to you. You're not paying attention to the lessons and the strategies I teach because I'm not showing up consistently. So I've got to show up consistently. It's part of my process. It's part of my system. In addition to that, just showing up live on video more has become one of my processes that I do. So not just, you know, once a week on Facebook live, but I find other ways to get on video and get in front of my audience. I think that is important. So I've made it part of my process. It's part of my identity. And then from there, I've strategically agreed to speak on stage this year in a few different places. Um, Shout out to the Kajabi event. I'm going to be there, social media marketing world. I'm going to be there and just a few other places that I want to get in front of a larger audience. I want to expand my audience. And so I, I need to keep attracting new people into my world as well as taking care of the ones who are already there. So speaking on stage allows me to reach a bigger audience. And then engaging with my peers. So those that do very similar things that I do, like James Wedmore and Stu McLaren and Marie Forleo and Rachel Hollis and my peers that I am dear friends with, and I want to be in their proximity because I think it's important to be around people that are also doing big things with you. And so I've made it my mission to spend time with my friends that are also my peers in the industry. So I talked a while back about that girl's trip that Rachel and Jenna Kutcher and I all went on. Well, we've got another one planned. We're going to get in proximity. And I think that proximity, they, you don't have to get in proximity with big names, but get in proximity with people that are doing big things. I think that's important because it inspires you. So that's part of my process this year. My title on my team internally is the visionary. And one of my roles as the visionary is big relationships. I am responsible 
for creating big relationships so we could do cool things with other people and we can learn from other people and have real connections. So that's what I'm doing. And then also another big one for me is my morning rituals. I talk about this a lot, but there's some things that I do every morning, no matter what. And that's part of my system. So me showing up and working out and eating well and staying true to my weight loss goals and writing down my goals every day and even walking scout. And you guys know when I walk scout, I listen to podcast episodes that fuel me. That's going to get me to $10 million this year because all of those things make me stronger mentally and physically. And we all know as an entrepreneur, you being physically strong and feeling good affects everything you do. So that's part of my process. So all this stuff I went over, you guys have heard me talk about this before, but I wanted to put it in a way that says, this is my system and you have a system as well. This episode is not just me talking about myself. I like to give you examples, but I want to be really careful. I don't, it's a fine line that I don't make it all about me, but instead I want to make it about you. So let's flip this right now. What's your system? I don't even care what your goal is. What is your system every day to do big things in this world? If you don't have a system, whether it be daily things you do, like the atomic habits that James Clear talks about, or just overall big picture, this is part of my system, like me putting my promotions on the calendar or me doing my total immersion weekends with Chloe, my integrator, where we plan out what the next quarter is going to look like and we get really dialed in. I talk about that in episode 222, Total Immersion Weekends. That's part of my system. So what does your system look like? And I want you to get clear on that and write it down. Because once you have a system, you are not stuck. I never feel stuck when I have a system. Never. So that is probably the thing I'm most passionate about this episode. All right. And so let's move into the final one because I could go on and on about these systems. The final way to get unstuck is to fuel your brain. Now, I've also talked about this one, but I want to put it in a little bit of a different context. So you guys know that Hobie and I met because Hobie's ex-wife worked at Tony Robbins and she was the head of HR. And every time I went into her office, she had a picture of Hobie on her cork board. And I used to say, your husband is so hot. I know, so inappropriate, but I used to say it all the time. And then when they got a divorce, I did not know Hobie. She set us up on a blind date. So Hobie's ex-wife set us up on a blind date. Many of you know the story. And she and Tracy is her name. She eventually quit Tony Robbins and started her own high-end matchmaking business. So she is a matchmaker. And when she talks to men and women about going out on dates and meeting new people and She really talks about becoming a better version of you so that you love yourself and you show up for somebody in that way and you can't help but exude just such great energy that it attracts people to you. And she has this thing called DSD. So Tracy's always talking to her clients about DSD. And what it stands for is do something different. DSD, do something different. When you're in a rut, when you feel stuck, unmotivated, or in the case of her clients, when they feel like they're just not attracting the right kind of people into their life that they could see spending the rest of their life with, she says DSD. So she encourages them to go to a different place than they typically go to, try something new, 
even like dress a little bit differently or go to a different gym or whatever it might be, read different books, whatever will inspire you in different ways, DSD. And so for you right now, I'm going to DSD you. You've got to do something different. So if you always listen to business podcasts, not that I want you to stop listening to this one, but if you always listen to business podcasts, listen to one that's entertaining or listen to a mystery podcast. Oh my God, there's so many good ones. I mean, Dirty John is like the best of the best, but that's kind of been done, been there, done that, right? So there's other ones, mystery podcasts, um, entertainment ones, ones that will make you laugh, ones that will make you think. It doesn't always have to be educational because when you get out of the thing that you always do, you start looking at things differently and it will inspire your business. Okay. Dirty John's a bad example. That's not going to inspire your business, but I got off track there, but you can do things that inspire you. So um, watch movies that have nothing to do with like a documentary about how to be an entrepreneur, nothing like that. Just different things that will get you in a creative space in a different way. So I'm constantly listening to books that have nothing to do with my business. So I recently finished Educated. Have you guys read that book or listened to it on Audible? It's very intense, by the way, but it was a good read, Educated. I went and saw Bohemian Rhapsody. That movie is excellent. And I do silly things like watch infomercials because back in my Tony Robbins days, we used to create infomercials. And I know there's an art and a science, true marketing behind infomercials. So I literally will flip around on the TV. And when I see a good one, I watch it. Recently, It Cosmetics, their infomercial is so freaking good that I'm literally making a podcast about that infomercial and how to relate it to selling online courses. Like that's the kind of inspiration you can get. You have to DSD, do something different. So if these examples seem ridiculous to you, find your own, but don't get in the rut of always doing the same stuff because if you're stuck, what you're doing is not working. So get inspired Maybe even take a social media detox day or I challenge you a detox week. Step away from Instagram and Facebook and and get inspired in different ways. Deal? All right. So you got to fuel your mind, but in a DSD kind of way. Shout out to Hobie's (laughs) ex-wife. Awkward. Okay. So we're going to keep moving on. And by moving on, I mean, we're actually going to wrap this baby up. So a few things. Number one, let's go over that list really fast. One. You're going to identify your security blanket and you're going to have a plan as to when you're going to let it go. Number two, you're going to look at your loosey-goosey expectations, that very scientific phrase I've made up, and ask yourself, are these expectations just ones that you've just decided on, but they're not grounded in any goals or systems? Are they expectations of your mom or dad or your spouse or your friends or everyone you're comparing yourself to? Or are these expectations set based on goals and systems that you have in place? If those are the expectations, then you're golden. But if they're not rooted in goals and systems, those expectations need to go away. Number three, get together your system, put it together. What does your system look like? I bet you have goals already. Most of my listeners are little go-getters, little tigers like you that are just like, bring it on. I'm ready. I've got my goals. Do you have your system? Do you have a system for each of those goals? That's what's most important. Work your system. Forget about your goal right now. Work your system. And then from there, fuel your mind by DSD. Do something different. So there you have it. 
I hope that you found value in this episode and make sure to pay attention to those four different areas because my friend, you do not need to feel stuck or unfulfilled or unmotivated or frustrated with where you are in your business. You have everything in front of you to keep moving forward. So use this episode to do so. Tell me how it works out for you. Give me your insight and share your wins in the online marketing made easy free Facebook group or even on Facebook or Instagram where I post so I can see it. Okay, guys, have a wonderful day. I will see you same time, same place next week. Make it a great week. Bye for now.